0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of What You Call It podcast. I'm your host, GB. I am definitely not re-recording this intro. Uh wink wink. Do apologize. Obviously, my guest is very, very patient and very kind. Uh, please give up for today's guest, the gifted man with the gifted hands. Please give up for Cleodolphia's finest, Isaiah Frazier. Hey in today, mate. Not that I've asked you already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i'm all good man it's all good technology is a it's, a it's a hell of a thing so
0: i know i'm all good appreciate it mate appreciate it mate uh you recently wrestled Tyler Young. uh we may or may have not discuss that before i just want to ask how was that experience for you because that was a i can imagine that being quite a big match uh for you in your career
1: Man, it was it, it was it was a big match for me. Cause, I mean, when I first kind of got into the wrestling business, like I, they would tell me to watch film and everything. So mm-hmm. Silas was one of the guys I started watching, and uh, a lot of like New Japan stuff and ROH stuff I started watching. So he was one of the guys that I would start watching and you know, I would pick up on things. And then once I got to wrestling, that whole experience itself was it's crazy. So I was like, man, I get the wrestle last year man. Or a title that I don't even, in an
0: area that I don't live in I've never wrestled in, sign me up. So it's mm. a very, it's a good learning experience. It was very fun that's for sure. Yeah, no, that's good, man. It's good. Like, I, I, I love his style. It's just, it is like, you know, as he says, the last man in freshman wrestling, like the old school, rugged style. But he makes it work in the one wrestling as well. So for you to have that experience and to wrestle him and to learn from him as well. Imagine that being a great experience, which is which is awesome, mate. So I want to ask, that I may have asked, uh, to find out when you began your wrestling journey, to find out when you actually got into wrestling in the first place, how did you become a fan, mate? So
1: when I became a fan, uh, it was because of my grandpa. I walked in one day, I was like, I can't, I can't remember. But I remember walking into his house then, he get so mad at me because I would walk in front of the TV all the time. Wrestling, like, mm-hmm. not, not walk <laughs> in front of the TV. I do on the phone One time I did, like threw something at me. Of course, it caught my attention. I was like, oh shoot, wrestling. So I just stopped, sat down in the middle of the floor, and started watching it. For the day. I fell in love with. It. I was like, mm. like 2015. So I graduated high school in 2013. So 2015 was when I kind of like started getting into it. I started going to Richmond, and then I started going to Southern Maryland. Crab Wrestling, GXW Wrestling is where I kind of got my start at. Mm-hmm. Sanjay Dutt, Jason Ferry, Brandon Greenwood. So I kind of had him training me and getting me where I am today. But that man just, I owe a lot of that to my grandfather and my family. Mm.
0: I will all break down some of what you said as well. I just want to know who were some of your favorites growing up when you were watching it with your granddad, that like you kind of hooked and for yourself gravitated towards when you won the screen? So,
1: honestly, I was always... I've always been a fan of, like, The Rock and Jericho. Yeah. In those times. They two on the mic, going back and forth all the mm. time, man, I'm telling
0: Gold. Uh,
1: Booker T was always my favourite, Stone Cold. Believe it or not, I always loved this. Like, I will always love this. It's yeah. just that perfect perfect boss and that perfect year boss yep. so, you just
0: want to smack you know <laughs> it's
1: like the one boss is like that's the one guy that's
0: like, ah. <laughs> Not that I'm saying about my manager who does watch some of these videos for love you love you <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then um, but then as I started getting older and I really started getting into wrestling they would say don't just watch the attitude there yeah you gotta watch it all So I started getting into it. I started like, man, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, Mm -hmm. uh, Steve Austin, before he was Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Mm. So it was like, some
0: stuff. There's a lot of guys. Stunning Steve Austin. like like, Steve Austin. With Steamboat, were phenomenal. Brilliant match. They just clicked them too.
1: Damn, man. I'm telling you. Once, Once I started watching them, I'm like, oh, man, there's so much more wrestling. There's so many more styles to learn. I'm like, Mm. Right,
0: you got me take my money I mean people forget like how technically good Austin was like in terms of his bumping his selling like I know he became a bit more kicky and punchy but a lot of that's due to his neck injury but if you go back like his stuff with Brett Steamboat even like Dustin Rose like he's very technical to just trade off and oh brilliant stuff
1: especially man. especially in the WCW days mm. him, in the, uh,
0: him in the Hollywood Wands oh um, Pillman Brian, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm telling you, I watch a lot of other stuff, like a lot of some, some of my like ideas and like my attitude I get from it. It's like I try and pick pieces off of certain guys and I try to make it my cool. own. So
0: yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it's saying the port the plug on them, but, you know, just before we get into the your training and your first match and obviously your Western career as it is now, uh, still in the early days as well, uh, just want to do the quick match of man impression. We did do it before, recording, uh, but now we're re recording. Uh, just going to say the most gifted man with the gifted hands. Yeah. Can do feels finest? Yeah. But your man. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I say fresh for a pretty good one as well. Don't get me wrong. If you want to go, if you want to let the audience know how you do it,
1: shoot, I'll do that. I'll do that. Oh yeah, it's the macho me, Philadelphia. Cream rises to the top.
0: Love it, love Philadelphia. By the way, I know we're kind of skipping a little bit on the training, Philadelphia. I love the name. I mean, how did you come up with it?
1: I mean, honestly, I was just peddling around one day, and then mm-hmm. I, would, I was trying to figure out a new name instead of like "gifted man" with the gifted because A lot of people use just that word "gifted" in yeah. their moniker and or somewhere in their persona. So I was like, "Man, let me switch it up. I can still use gifted, but I mean, I won't use it as much." So, well, try a different name from Philadelphia. Mm. Philadelphia, I love the city. I love that state. I have a family in Philly, so it's just. I don't know what it was about Philly that drew me to Philly, but I've loved it. And um, I just started, I was like, well, I try to kill everything I do when I go out there, and I try to make sure I put on the best things. So
0: mm-hmm. I was
1: like, killer than Delphi. I was like, killer Delphi is finest. Rhymes. Like, All right.
0: It's cool, though. I like it. It kind of sort of stuck for me. I was just like, Joe, you know I'm going to ask, you know. But I'm glad you kind of explained to me because it was in the back of my mind. So I'm glad that we got that one. Here. We didn't, I didn't ask that one before we recording, but we did mention about your school and the training, Sanjay dot School and other trainers. I want to ask what were some of the biggest challenges that you found at the wrestling school, like in terms of the bumping, that you know, just doing it over and over and over, even like promos and just enduring yourself with this pain? Yeah,
1: it was mainly just the physical aspect of it the promo aspect of it. I was. I've always had a speech impediment. I've always stuttered, so I never really talked in front of me. So that was kind of a challenge, but now that I've kind of gotten a little older, mm-hmm. I kind of like pacing and I know like about to stutter. I kind of just like slow my words down a little bit. And then, as far as the physical aspect of it, like I played sports in high school, so that wasn't too bad, but it was just hmm. getting used to falling without putting my hands up. Like getting used to especially from higher heights like especially standing on that top rope that looks a lot higher than what a lot of people think
0: hello there i've got a special announcement for my next guest
1: how we do it. hi my name's naughty t james briley and i'm on the what do you call it podcast it's nice
0: <laughs> yeah <You're heard. laughs>
1: breaking that habit of like putting my hands down and in- preparing myself like all right you're gonna hit this match and it's gonna hurt yeah so those were two those were two of the big biggest things for me honestly.
0: yeah no that's that's cool man that's cool and when is it that you made your official debut in wrestling was it 2016
1: i want to say yeah it was 2016 so i trained for like a year four months or something like that and then
0: Still here? Yeah. So, what was that, mate? So, I think it went, that was my fault that time. Sorry, so, what's uh, Yeah, it oh, yeah. So, when you when did you make your debut? That was it. So,
1: <laughs> it was April of like 2016. And then, my official like first match I had, it was like one month or so right after that, I had a tag match. It was from GSW. And so, after that, I just went on for the ride after that.
0: Nice, mate. Nice. And how do you think that you did in your debut? Did you have any friends or family there as well?
1: Yeah, my mother was there. And a lot of, like, some of the guys that I started with were there too before that. So it was pretty cool to see all of us in there. It's like, when I first got into wrestling, of course, like like some wrestlers probably did, they started in the backyard. So once I made that transition from that to this, I was like, oh, man. This, was, this is pretty awesome. Doing it with my boys, my mom's in the crowd. Alright. This isn't too bad at all. I can't be mad at this.
0: Nice. Nice, mate. Now, that's good. Like, a lot of people do actually have their families there, friends there. I mean, when you did tell your friends and family that you wanted to become pro wrestler, what was their initial reaction to that?
1: Mainly I loved wrestling. A lot of them, a lot of their parents watched it, and then just like my grandmother her father watched it, so they all were supportive of it, but they were like, make sure you have a backup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can understand I that.
1: that. I haven't thought of that yet, so let's hope for the best.
0: Nah, nah, I get you, man. I get you. What What would you say have been some of your career highlights so far in your career that you've been doing it for the last five, six years now?
1: I would say wrestling Silas Young, uh, wrestling Nick Aldis for the NWA title, and mm. I was like three three or four years in at the time um then just being able to travel doing different things and seeing different cities because i originally i was going to be in the military i was going to travel and do all that stuff but once i got into this yeah once i got into this i was like i can travel and not be yelled at all the time oh sign me up (laughs)
0: that's fair man that's fair uh, Nick Earl is, know you have mentioned him. Uh, I've actually had him on the show in the early days of What You Call It podcast. Who uh, was actually the champ at the time when you wrestled him, the NWA National Wrestling Alliance, world heavyweight champion, uh, a fellow Brit. So I want to ask that experience well because, I mean, that's quite early in your career. The NWA title, I mean, if you think you've named it, some of the people that you probably grew up watching as well or gone back to watch, you know, Dusty Rose, yeah. Ric Flair, you know, Kurt Angle, legends, but you're wrestling for that title. Before you went into the match, I mean, how nervous were you?
1: Oh, I was shaking like a stripper. i tell you what. I was literally telling everybody that day. I was like, y'all don't realize how nervous I am. I'm like this is – they were like, well, that's good. It means you're in You're in the right area. This is what you need. If you weren't nervous, there'd be a problem. With yeah. So I was nervous. But then once I got out there and I started going, man, I was like riding a bike.
0: And how was Nick with you uh, after the match? Was he a gentleman?
1: Oh man, he was a gentleman. And I had did a seminar of his way, way before. Oh really? <laughs> I told him that he was like really. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was in Richmond. It was him mm. and Sanjay teaching us. It was at GXW's. Uh, uh, they were at. They had their own little training facility. Yeah. So they came down. They were teaching all of us and everything. So and once I told him that. He was like, "Oh, really?" So I kind of had a tr- had a little bit of a hand in helping you get where you are now. And so, and he was cool, like and he was a real cool dude to talk to. I picked his brain a little bit, so it was cool. That's
0: cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, no, it was good. To, a good guest to have on. I was a bit nervous because I didn't realize if he was going to be like full on, but absolutely fine. True gentleman. That's why I wanted to use that term, uh, gentleman. But I'm glad to hear your experience was good. And uh, hopefully you can wrestle them again. Uh, have you got any plans to come to the UK, by the way? Just because I want to ask because I'm a, you know, fellow Brit. Man, I want to. I
1: want to get overseas. I just got to gotta find somebody that'll have me over
0: there. I will. Trying well, to. What I'll do is when, we, when this comes out, I'll share and I'll tag promotes if I can and just <laughs> spread the word for you, man. I think that's why it's good to do these interviews as well. Not necessarily just, you know, in America, obviously, this is in the UK. from my audience as well. You know, I don't want to make any guarantees, but I'll see what I can do. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> that's, all I <laughs> that's all I need.
0: But no, that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, this is a popular question I ask now. I think a lot of guests like this uh, when they do listen to this um, show, they kind of get a bit excited now. So, three guests that you can pick for your dream party. It can be. Dead, alive, fictional, non-fictional, whoever you want. It could be a childhood sweetheart, doesn't matter. But uh, anyone. So three people, you want to pick their brain. It can even be wrestling later, because we've been talking about wrestling for the last uh, 15, 20 minutes. But Mm -hmm. anyone, you're the host, go. If you can give a reason to it as well, that'd be awesome. Well, my first, right now, my first one would be Triple H. Nice, nice. I did not expect that one.
1: A second one, I'd probably have to say. It's probably gonna be a nerd answer, but I'd probably have Goku or Vegeta on there. One of this, one of those two. Cause I mean, I've been watching Dragon Ball here a lot recently, and I—I I, I, I knew that. it
0: was, but I, I'm yeah, I'm more of a Transformers man. But that's fair, that's fair, man. All oh yeah, Optimus Starscream. Mate, <laughs> did you see that tattoo there? <laughs> yeah. a <Septicons>, man. Scepticons, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right,
1: man. Um, and I probably I probably have to say Johnny Saint probably
0: my last one. No nice. definitely Johnny Saint. So we've got yeah, Dragon characters Johnny Saint and Triple H. That's that, I didn't expect that one. But that's why I love this question. Every answer is different. And I feel like a bit of brings yeah. out who you are as well, like, you know, for the answer. What would you serve yeah, him, I mean, by the way? What would you serve him?
1: What would I serve? Him? Oh man! Uh, shoot, honestly, I'd probably just have a beer and some pizza, honestly, and just sit around, sit around and just. Listen
0: mm. That to sounds his like money. a good Friday, man. That actually sounds quite chill. Just that's like, what just... I'm saying. Why are we doing I'm fun?
1: a very laid back dude. Like, mm. I don't. I like going out and partying, but it's like I need to be with people. I'm I'm just sitting around, just talking and trying to learn something. Then, not. let me get a few pizzas and a couple of beers, and let's all sit down and just talk.
0: Yeah, man. No, I like that. You are quite laid back, and I love that, man. Like, just even when I'm messaging stuff, you are quite laid back. It's nice, though. It's nice. Got like you got like a quite nice approach about you as well. But I have seen you. I've seen your bad side in the rings. So we won't. Don't, you're not easily fooled. I've seen that. You know when you're ripping the hometown. But uh... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> see, it's not just all smiles. Not all just a boyish charm you've got, mate. Don't worry. Um If you could pick one match that you can go back in time for, attend that match live, what match? Let me try it again. What match would you pick?
1: I'd probably have to say uh, I have to say Steamboat and Savage. I have to go back and watch
0: that. Movie. Don't blame me. Ninety thousand. WrestleMania three. Change wrestling for what we know. You know pretty much evolved it into what it is today. I think it's one of those very important shows. You go back and be like, WrestleMania 1 is important. WrestleMania 2 is f- fucking shit. And WrestleMania 3 is like, holy shit. Hogan, Andre, Steamboat, and Savage. Technical masterpiece. Yeah, yeah no, that's a good so answer. I think that was like mm. the crowd that they had too. I think
1: that was the biggest crowd that they had. So I would want, I want to be part of history too. Mm. So...
0: I think it is still the biggest crowd we've had legit because I know WrestleMania 20, no, not 20, 32, but you see the numbers have been highly exaggerated so you just don't know what to believe but I mean, just that one, that does look like it was like at least 85, 90,000 at least.
1: That's what I'm saying because they, they've been looking like they missed like the recent SummerSlam and they look like they packed that thing out to the
0: brim. Mm, mate, this this year SummerSlam was quality. I enjoy that, man. That was a really, really good show. Didn't expect it to be that good. It was like, holy shit, But let's just lift the ring with the four. <laughs> some
1: pay-per-views here recently haven't really been that good for me. Mm. There's been certain pay-per-views I'm like, man, this is all right. But the Summer same here recently, I liked
0: it. Yeah, no, same. I've kind of, I've taken like a break for some shows, like Rampage and Raw and, you know, i tune tuned in for Smackdown for a lot of Roman Reigns, but in general, just finding the time for it now is so difficult. There's just so much out there. Um, but what if, so anything That's, you... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Is there anything that you want to promote? Anything you want to share as we are wrapping up this episode? Anything, you know, you want to address listeners? Anything. The platform is yours, my man. You you can say whatever. Just want to say a big
1: shout out to my man, George, for having me on here. And if y'all want to follow me, anything that y'all want to see where I'm going next, follow me. Literally everything on my social media is the same. It's if Follow me there. You'll see pictures of me you'll see pictures of my kids you'll see pictures of where I'm going to be wrestling next so and you know I'm not hard to find
0: no I appreciate it man thank you for coming on and obviously I know we're we've just been struggling to find the time I know you're a busy man I've been busy as well and I know we had to re record this interview <laughs> not all of it not all of it so I don't you know but you're yeah, obviously being a good sport we enjoy talking to you and getting to know you as well um obviously I hope to see you here in the UK one day fingers crossed my man but um, as we are officially wrapping up this interview, I want to thank everyone for listening and doing what you can to support this channel. But if you can continue to share, you know, lag, talk, whatever, spread the word, spread the love about what you've got to podcast. That will be much Sweet. appreciated. As, you know, as I'm fresh he knows he is killed off his finances. If he's telling you to like this, this podcast, you should like it. But uh, everyone have a good weekend and take care, everyone. hello there i've got a special announcement for my next guest if you listen to the episode it will make sense while i'm holding the croc.
1: yes sir yes indeed ladies and gentlemen it's your boy jay bougie the god figure the croc god the king of new york the one and only wonderful for the takeover man i am here make sure tune in listen to what you call a podcast man take witness god bless
0: yeah heard